1: So proudly announced that hospitals and health care providers treating uninsured coronavirus patients will be reimbursed by the federal government using funds from the economic relief package Congress passed last month. This should alleviate any concern uninsured Americans may have about seeking the coronavirus treatment.
2: Okay, so that's the angle. Um,. So that's a heck of a deal right there, by the way, that the president tossed off on Friday that if you go in with no insurance for corona treatment, whatever it costs, taxpayers are going to pick it up. Okay. That's an interesting deal. Uh, but it's to keep people from staying home. Is that it? And dying? I guess. Although if you stay home. we're supposed
1: to stay at home. You're right? supposed to stay home. Right. Yeah. Okay. I
2: don't know. Yeah. That seems like a, a heck of a move closer to the Bernie system.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm stuck on something we were talking about a little bit earlier. uh, We are rejecting the idea that there needs to be some sort of presidential national state, home order because that's unconstitutionally, doesn't have those powers. And don't be granting the president kingly powers just because we got a Chinese flu going on. Um, But then we're talking about the way it's going to bounce back, and obviously the economy and and life and the rest of it, it's going to be bit by bit, in this way and that way, in this place, in that place, uh, obviously, depending on where you are on the curve and the rest of it. But then what do you do about, say, you know, like Cal Unicornia is way, way down. The number of, of deaths and cases way down in California because California cracked down really, really early. So California is more or less and out of the got woods. got a positive attitude. Right. Absolutely. And, and sunshine and surfing. Um, but Hawaii right now, by virtue of the fact that it's a series of islands, can do this. I think they, well, they they are doing it. Can they do it legally? I don't know, but they're stopping anybody who comes to Hawaii, who's not a local, saying, yeah, 14-day quarantine there, uh, chum, and then you can go to the beach. Um What if all of the states start doing that? I mean, Cal Unicorni is doing real great and declares, all right, no dirty Louisianans allowed, and then Louisiana gets through the worst of it and says... You godforsaken Idahoans, you stay the hell out of Louisiana. Right. Then then what's it going to be like? That could just be nuts.
2: I don't have any idea and I wonder what? if that's been figured out at the highest levels. My guess would be no.
1: No. Are, are we going to have checkpoints on every uh, two-lane road in and out of every state?
2: Well, until we get until we get like mass testing, like like practically every homo sapien in in, in the United States has been tested. I don't see how we ever wrap our heads around this, because if you still have large populations that didn't come in contact with this thing, then you have to be concerned about every single case, right? Or you start over again. Somebody coming in from somewhere else, bringing it to your town, and then you're back where you started,
1: aren't you? Oh, you're saying if your people don't have immunity because yeah. you've successfully uh, suppressed the number of cases, right?
2: Right. Well, so yeah, we,
1: that's absolutely, that's the fear that it's not going to be a peak, it's going to be a roller coaster. Which, But I don't know what to do about
2: it. Yeah, I don't know either.
1: Well, if they can come up with, A, a vaccine, although everybody says that's going to be a year. Or or B, and this is perhaps more like well, it's not perhaps more likely. It is more likely to happen sooner, and that's a treatment. So you just feel crappy, but your lungs don't fill with fluid and this like hard crap that you can't cough up, and you die. I mean, if they can prevent that, and all right, here you go, buddy. You're gonna have a fever. You're gonna be coughing, but you're, you take this, you're not gonna die. Um. then okay, fine, yeah. we all get exposed, we deal with
2: it. Yeah, so so as F- Fauci and others have said, until we get either a vaccine or something that does what you were just talking about, we're not out of the woods. There will be no mass gatherings until there is a vaccine or a, what do you call a drug that treats something? Just call it a drug? Um,
1: yeah, yeah, I remember the term. I don't remember the
2: term. But I until that it. happens, there will be no, I don't see how the NBA or Major League Baseball or anything ever comes back until we have something. Because otherwise you're starting right back over again. You find out somebody at the NBA game has it. And you got 30,000 people that are on quarantine. And just you're, you're right back where you started.
1: Yeah. Thanks, China. Commie dicks. Sorry. Um, Sorry, folks. You don't need to hear that sort of talk. But 95% of this could have been prevented if the lying, lying commies hadn't lied and lied.
2: So we played a little clump. Uh, a clump? A, a trip of clump. Oh, wow.
1: Joe Biden over here.
2: We played a clip of Trump. Not a trip of clump. I <laughs> get your words straight, Jack. A clip of Trump a little bit ago. Hey, mm-hmm. you're
1: sounding very, very bertaceous to me.
2: <laughs> I know. And he's running for president. I didn't get much sleep last night. Maybe that's it. Yeah, that I, right. I believe. He's running for president against this guy named Joe Biden. He was a senator for like uh, 50 years. And he's uh, 95 years old. I got hairy legs. And he's got hairy legs. And he was on uh, ABC this week with George Stephanopoulos yesterday, and he did so much rambling on and on. I was going to have Sean grab some, and then I just thought, I don't know, I, I I guess I was feeling charitable. I just feel like we're kicking an old guy who's having trouble talking, and it's not his fault, and I don't know. But Yeah, I I really
1: dislike a lot of the policies Joe Biden has glommed onto in recent days. I think he's faking it so he gets the progressive vote. I think he's actually, politically speaking, a fairly moderate guy by today's um, standards yeah i would say so yeah i take no delight in kicking him number one because he's said to be a nice fella number two he's a moderate number three he's a very old man and i am not going to m- verbally abuse the old for their mental faculties failing because i'm close enough to that age i can see it from here
2: uh, having said that that being said here's a clip of joe biden yesterday on abc this week the case we cannot let this we've never allowed
1: any crisis from the civil war straight through to the pandemic of 17 all the way around 16 we have never never let our democracy second fiddle way that we can both have a democracy and elections and at the same time correct the public health okay uh, yeah i i get his point that was a mishmash and a word salad. And and if I, if my dad sounded like that, I would be very concerned.
2: Oh yeah, geez, I don't even like to think about that. If my mom right. or dad talked like that at the dinner table sometime, I would just think, holy crap. Yeah,
1: I'd be consulting a, a physician. I, I how am I, I going to talk believe... to
2: them? How am I going to talk about to them about whether or not they should be driving and handling their own finances, et etc.? et cetera? Right, it's gut wrenching.
1: Yeah. Gut-wrenching. Um, uh, the Democratic Party has to be panic-stricken. I mean, not only can their chosen candidate not get any air, but it's probably a good thing that he doesn't.
2: Well, is it just his speech, or is, is his mind fine? He's just struggling with his speech for some reason. I've been following Joe Biden for a long, long time. He didn't used to sound like that. No. That's new. Um, He's mean, always and,
1: been a gaff machine and goofy, but he didn't sound like that.
3: Is that Andrew Cuomo's entrance music I'm hearing in the background? Is that what it is? Cuomo,
1: Cuomo.
2: Yeah. I almost want to hear this clip again. Does anybody else want to hear it again? Anybody else? Uh, show a hand.
1: Yeah, go Everybody's ahead. It's
2: going out there. Okay.
1: The case where we cannot let this, we've never allowed any crisis from the Civil War straight through to the pandemic of 17, all the way around 16, we have never, never let our democracy takes second fiddle, way that we can both have a democracy and elections, and at the same time, correct the public health. Oof. We're going to correct the public health, finally. Uh, yeah, that's just terrible. I apologize for that. Biden and, and Trump, let's face it, even if you love Trump, his style of communicating is quirky. Uh, the two of those guys pitted against each other? Ay, ay, ay.
2: It, but if Biden unleashes one of those on a debate stage, that's going to be such a topic of the conversation.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, as we've discussed, Trump has got to be careful though. If he really sticks the knife in, um, it's going to be seen as kicking an old man.
2: Yeah how would you How would you handle that?
1: God, the election seems a million miles I'm, away.
2: I'm sorry, uh, Vice President Biden. I, I I don't understand what you just said. Yeah. Would you say yeah. that? I mean, you don't no. want to do the Julian Castro. What? Did you already forget? You forgot what you just said a minute ago? You what an old ass. Man. <laughs> what an ass. Well, no, and the moderators
1: will, almost to a person, seek desperately to help him. They'll interpret for him or summarize for him. So what you're saying, Mr. President, is that we need to continue on with the election in spite of the COVID. Uh, President Trump, you believe, they'll help him out mm. best that they can. But... Man, oh man! It's just, I just—I got a bad feeling about this, and I'm—I don't even swing that way politically. So they asked, I gotta believe people are panicked.
2: They asked Trump about the presidential election if this is still going on in the fall. Do you do a mail-in? And he said, "No, that'd be terrible." And I don't know what we do if this is still going on in the fall. You can't have how many people voted t- last time around. Was it like 80 million in each side, something like that? I don't remember. 90 million on each side? You can't have all those people headed out to the polls crowding together if this is still going on in November. On the other hand, can you throw together some sort of easily hacked, easily manipulated online or mail-in something or other? I don't know. I don't know. Nobody will ever believe if it's a close election, nobody will ever believe the results if we do that. No. No. Boy,
1: that will be just a biatch of a conundrum. They will have to, uh, you know what they could do, though, is multiple days of voting. Mm. And it'll, you know, if your last name starts with A through H, you go this day, and then we'll, we'll, we'll do that, and socially distance, stay six I feet apart. Alphabetical. It's <laughs> I'm a, always at the end. All right, by height, whatever. I was always um, at
2: the beginning by alphabetical, and sometimes that was good, sometimes it was bad. Depends what was going on. Flu shots, bad. Going <laughs> to lunch, a, good.
1: Time for the beatings, kids. Line up by alphabetical uh, last name. Uh, still so, by yeah, height. multiple days, social distancing, uh, a national holiday declared. Because if the coronavirus is still a raging, uh, you know, a lot of people aren't going to work anyway. So I think we can probably Trump
2: out. third term is what you do. You change the Constitution. Oh, for goodness sakes. Um, Don't even start that. So uh, uh, are they still doing the Wisconsin election tomorrow? Yeah. Last I heard they were. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I guess we'll get a little preview then, because they're we're right in the midst of the corona epidemic right now, and they're going to go to the polls in Wisconsin. What kind of turnout are they going to get? Well, I mean, luckily,
1: no it's a primary, so it'll probably be, uh, probably be terrible.
2: And who votes? Old people. The primary group of people, most susceptible to this thing, for the most part, uh, going out and gathering together.
1: I don't know. Old people in public employee unions. Right. I don't think they're especially susceptible.
2: Cheese everywhere. I don't know. I don't know. Just... I don't think that's actually how it is <laughs> i just assume you vote and they give you a little uh, chunk of cheese sure to prove that you voted
3: when was the last time you voted
2: <laughs> when was the last time you were in wisconsin it's been a while And then I you was wash your hands with it i was too young to vote when i lived in wisconsin um we got some other things to bring you up to speed uh, uh with on how to handle working from home and being isolated and those sorts of things they're tips they're hacks don't you know uh, on the way on the armstrong and getty show <laughs>
3: The Armstrong and
0: Getty
1: Show. This is a petition gaining momentum to name Dr. Fauci People Magazine's sexiest man alive. You know these are crazy times when the sexiest man alive vote is going to come down to Dr. Fauci and Joe Exotic. If Dr. Fauci doesn't win, he should at least get People Magazine's sexiest man trying to keep you alive.
2: Hey, that's a good one. Yeah, I uh, mentioned earlier. I watched uh, we watched episode five, I guess, of Tiger King. So we only got one or two to go, but uh, all the fun went out of it. So it, it's still an interesting drama, but it's no longer funny in any way. And I believe
3: episode five is where we are officially introduced to his campaign manager for yeah. president and governor that he got at the ammo counter at Walmart. Yeah, and
2: he, they, and this guy is normal. Yes. So oh, that's,
1: uh, right, he's a uh, badly needed dose of sanity. Yeah. In this
2: series, and we find out that. All of these human beings are just terrible, uh, should be in jail. Uh, they're abusing, damaged, um, sad people for either sex or money or whatever. It's just terrible all the way around.
1: Well, I will tell you this, having completed the series, and apparently they're going to slap together a bonus episode. I'm not sure that's a great idea. but I
2: have a feeling um, that will be
1: not good, but anyway. Having uh, watched the entire thing, I will tell you it becomes less fun, but better art hmm. as it goes. Okay. Um, the the guys who put this together, uh, the people, um, certain things they held toward the end, and it's a good thing because it would have crushed all the enjoyment. Sure, but it it's effective. Well, yeah,
2: you remember uh, for all of America, anybody who watched it, the the first couple episodes? Just oh my god, this is hilarious! Where do these people come from? And pretty soon it's just this guy should be murdered. What a hu- awful human being! Um, Which guy or all of them? Practically all of them. <laughs> Campaign manager guys, all right. Certainly several of yeah, them. Yeah, I could hang with him. Several of them should be in jail forever and away from society. Uh, uh, yes, and and probably will be. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I guess, good news. Uh, we got a pink moon coming uh, tomorrow night. Tuesday's full moon will be a pink moon, so that's a sense of nor- to Nick Drake. But that's a little sense of normalcy, isn't it? But we're back to oddly named moons, so that's kind of <laughs> I kind of feel like you know, little normalcy there. That's nice, right? Uh, I went through right? a couple of these lists: self isolation hacks from offshore sailors,
1: keeping People- in mind that we only got six into the one hundred things to do during the <laughs> quarantine that I have. I haven't forgotten.
2: Boy, I had. <clears throat> um, self-isolation hacks from offshore sailing these are people that go out on ships by themselves and uh, there's only a couple that really relate that I thought were pretty good but I think this one's good and we're trying to do this at our house um, stay on a schedule I thought that was really good we're eating, rising, going to bed do it at the same time every day. Said day um, you'll be amazed at how fast uh, in their case 14 days of isolation can fly by if each day is like the last it makes it go by faster to have the schedule.
1: Yeah, I've yeah. heard that hint over and over again for if the kids are at home, just how important structure is to maintain
2: your sanity and your sense of normalcy. Yeah, we're so. working on that. And then I've got this nine steps to take right now if you've been laid off. Some of them are beyond obvious. For instance... Buy a lottery ticket. Reduce spending. Number oh, one, see. stop showing up at work. <laughs> that might be even better. but Reduce spending. If you're going to keep yeah. spending the way you were spending before when you had a job, I'm not sure you were uh, Pinsky material. Maybe there's you no, have had there's no help
1: in these those people.
2: Right. Um, share the news of your layoff. Don't keep it a secret. Don't be like embarrassed. You don't want people to know. The more people that know you got laid off, the better, because they might say, "Hey, yeah, you know, you know who you'd be perfect for."
3: Yeah. I learned right. that, that one. I think after it was only the first time when I was unemployed looking for a job that I, I kept it inward. And I was amazed at how much it helped just by talking to people. Just like you said, you you know a guy who knows a guy who might be hiring.
2: What a good idea. And you'll need that advice again soon enough, Sean. Oh, yes, yes, I'm aware. (laughs) I wouldn't have come up with with that one on my own. That's a good idea. The don't spend as much now that I don't have a job, that one I would have thought of, but I'm pretty sure on my own. I'm already doing that, and I think everybody in America is doing that, spending a little less than they did before. Uh, we'll bring you up to speed on some other developments. The markets up today, right? That's,
3: uh yeah, quite a bit. Yeah,
2: that's good news. It's over. Bye! It's over, people. The what? Great the Great Depression's over
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. 1,758, which is up from 159, but which is
2: effectively flat for two days. While none of this is good news, uh, the flattening, possible flattening of the curve is uh, better than the increases that we have seen. Right. Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York, they're having giant increases, well, for weeks and uh, now it's been flat a couple of days, so hopefully they're at the uh, the, the top of the curve and we will start to go down. We'll see. Well, yeah, because their
1: increases were exponential yeah. for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the truly terrifying leaps.
2: Uh, I'm just going to go through. I got a bunch of notes from the weekend, so this might be um, disjointed as I go from thing to thing here. We did mention earlier that Boris Johnson has been hospitalized, prime minister of Great Britain. That's the highest level person in the world. Uh... To have that happen to them.
1: Yeah, long and short, his symptoms are a little worse, and he's just not getting better. When well, he's had it long enough, he, he
2: probably should have. And they wouldn't tell you the truth on this anyway, as they probably shouldn't. So Right. Uh, the Supreme Court canceled oral arguments for the nine cases it was scheduled to hear the rest of the term. I've heard a bunch of people arguing they should continue oral arguments through Zoom or something. You know, obviously, well, I don't know. It wouldn't make any difference. But or through, have everybody wear masks. Or, or or do something, but to cancel it just to because you can't do it the way they've done it in the past it seems pretty ridiculous. The Supreme you, Court needs to yeah. soldier on.
1: I think we need a little more flexibility, a little more. Hey, let's think about this. I mean, you got nine like crazy smart people, not to mention all their their clerks and assistants and the rest of it. Why don't you all have a meeting and figure this out?
2: Uh, did mention this earlier, the Wall Street Journal say that at least 15,000 stores are likely to close permanently out of this wow more than 60,000 stores have cl- closed temporarily in recent weeks but they think about 15,000 of them including some well-known brand well-known brands are likely to close forever
1: and this is retail as opposed to restaurants.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And, and that number will be terrible oh, now.
2: Oh, it's going to be huge.
1: I suspect others will open, perhaps run by those same people, and will pick up that slack eventually. But uh, jobs are lost. Dreams are crushed.
2: Thousands of New York COVID patients are being treated with that, I don't know how to say it, hydroxychloroquine chloroquine drug. Um, thousands of them, as many as 4,000 seriously ill. Coronavirus patients in New York are being treated with it right now, state officials say. Okay, so I still don't know where I just still don't understand the story, and I haven't spent a lot of time looking into it. Trump talked about it, and he can't do anything. There, four thousand people are taken in New York, so it's the guy the only story I know is the the guy in Texas who drank the aquarium <laughs> cleaner and
1: no. I've been reading. Now. I've been reading a lot about it. It is. It does not help universally, but it does seem to help a lot of people a lot.
2: All right.
1: So there you have it. It's not perfect. It doesn't help everybody, but it has been helpful to to some, including um, some who are, like, heading toward a meeting with God.
2: Washington Post reported yesterday, and one of their big stories is that the death toll in the, the U.S. is almost certainly quite a bit higher than the official count because we didn't catch on for quite a while, and so there were people dying and being listed as something else. The other side of that story is the weirdness of, Anybody who dies who has coronavirus, it counts as a corona death. Mm-hmm. Even though it might have been something else that got you.
1: Right. They might have already been in God's waiting room. Right. Well, for one thing. Right. And and who knows? Maybe it was the corona. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't at all. I don't, yeah. Well, we'll never know these we, things.
2: We will not. Only God knows, Joe.
1: All right. He's not talking.
2: Um. Yeah, or sure. is she... What? That's hilarious. That's just hilarious. Um, the counties with the mo- countries with the most critical care beds per capita. This was put out over the weekend by oh, yeah. people who want to f- fight back against the idea of uh, Bernie Sanders' medicine. The United States, with it is with its closer than other countries to free market healthcare system, has more beds per capita. They're number one in the world. We are number one in the world. The thirty-four point seven beds per one hundred thousand inhabitants. Next on the list is Germany. Then you drop way down to a third of the number of Italy with their their socialized medicine in France and South Korea and Spain and Japan and all these other countries. United Kingdom. Boy, some people tout their healthcare system all the time, which is amazing. They've got six point six beds per hundred thousand inhabitants. We've got thirty almost thirty five in the United States. Mm-hmm uh-huh. China's at 3.6. Some of that's just their population, and that they don't care. They don't care if you die.
1: Yeah, speaking of China, one quick note from the weekend that I was tweeting about. The Chinese that is the world's largest slaver regime, they have millions of slave laborers, and they have a couple million Muslims in concentration camps, were just put on the UN's uh, Human Rights Council. So fans of dark, dark comedy ain't that grand.
2: We, um, at my house, we played a heck of a game of Uno over the weekend. Did that for a while. Mm. Did some uh, Zooming with various people. Did that for a while. Watched a couple of things uh, like movies on the old Disney Channel. Did that for a while. But we got to admit, we're running out of things to do. Um, so
1: delaney's on the uh the face phone with a bunch of her friends they were doing a couple of things number one they were all you can all watch netflix together ah interesting. and if one and 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 you can pause it if one person pauses it it pauses for everybody and you can talk about it and the rest of it or say all right potty break or whatever run off to the bathroom but so she was doing that and then she was just like face phoning with a bunch of friends at a bunch of times judy and i this is saturday night now we're uh, we got the tunes of crankin some sort of adult alternative. something. we we were pouring cocktails. We're playing cribbage. Um and and Delaney comes into the kitchen where we're rocking out. And the quote from her friend was, "My God, your house is bumping."
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. So,
1: yeah. So we're known globally now. Certainly coast to coast is the uh, the partyingest quarantine collegiate parent house
2: your house was bumping yes my house was not bumping over the weekend what <laughs> you're
1: uh, playing a good game of uno though
3: card your children get the most delight out of playing skip or draw four if they if they skip your turn is there a is there a is there a better feeling in their life than that
2: children are short-sighted. So they they see the skip as the great card. Right. Draw four is clearly a better
3: strategically. Yeah, that's the most that's yeah. the most hindering. But
2: they get way more enjoyment out of skipping somebody. Yep. 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 Wow. Interesting. Sticking it in your face. I always think, you skip me, whatever. Drawing four cards. Now that sucks. Now you set me back. Yeah. So if they got a special Minecraft version of Uno, just as more and more Minecraft seeps into my life, it's just impossible <laughs> to get away from. Every mm. every every conversation, their clothes, they're just the, now the Uno game. It's just uh, if they come out with a breakfast cereal, it's I quit. If they don't, they're fools. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and the the CEO of Zoom has apologized and said, "I really messed up." They're throwing all the resources at fixing their security situation. The thing is, Zoom took off a lot faster than anybody thought it would. I mean, it was popular and it was growing at kind of a normal rate, but. Then this, uh, I don't know if you've been following the news, this pandemic happened. And uh, Zoom just exploded. Around 10 million people were using Zoom each day at the end of 2019. That number is now, again, it was 10 million people a couple of months ago. It is now 200 million people a day. And they they weren't prepared for that. And, and you know, how would you be? Why would you be? Unless you've invented sliced bread, nothing is going to take off like that um and uh, so they're going to try to catch up and they they say they're committed as they can be to winning everybody's trust back as they are currently a very hackable system
1: we had a virtual family reunion in which there were Lots of junk pics. A lot of people. Oh, good lord. Slipping in. I think there were six or seven different um, cameras operating. Sometimes it was two, three people on a single one, but uh, it it worked flawlessly. It was very, very very good. Nobody hacked. No, there was no porn shown, nor racist uh, slogans thrown about, nor swastikas, nor anything else. Just everybody saying hi to grandma and that sort of thing.
2: Um, see, they got robots that they're going to use to replace university students at a graduation ceremony. Um, why? Well, they're going to, they're basically zooming it. Is that the way it works, Sean?
3: Essentially. Yeah. So they're putting what equates to an iPad or some sort of tablet, if you don't want to get name brand with it on the, what would be the head of the robot. (laughs) And then they put the gown on the robot and the robot just kind of scoots across the floor to the guy handing out the diplomas. And I guess they get to have an eye contact. Hey, you did it. And then, I don't know, there, there's no audience there, so there's no so, holding your applause for the end. But,
2: but so mom and dad could watch the ceremony and see the robot with your iPad on it? Yeah. Is that going to fill them full of pride? I just, well,
3: I have offered <laughs> to attend business meetings on your behalf in somewhat this thing where I just hold up an iPad and then you guys zoom into it. And I'm just kind of the the, the physical uh, mode of, of bringing the iPad into the room. But um, so...
1: I'm still trying to comprehend this. So the, the dean says, Aaron Abernathy. And then, uh, Aaron gets to like see the thing through the eyes of the robot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah during his yeah. turn. Yes. Yeah, so and then by the time you get to Zeke Zimowitz, <laughs> at the end, he's been waiting all that time and he, <laughs> he then gets the eyes of the robot. This, this is ridiculous. Just. <laughs> Just as as I've uh, mentioned several times, I'm terrible at paperwork, and I neglected to hand in my paperwork to graduate, so they just mailed me my diploma. I didn't walk across anything, um, and it turned out fine. Uh, my, yeah. my parents were briefly disappointed, but then probably relieved.
2: Mm. Um, our text line is four one five two nine five kftc Anybody still enjoying all this? I I'm oh, not. Oh, Lord. All the, all the fun has gone out of it, as I said earlier. Uh, what's your reality with your business? How much longer can you go like this? Has anybody gotten any help from the government? A buddy of mine said he filled out all the paperwork, and the only thing that really bothers me, he didn't expect a check already, but he thought there'd be maybe some like reply email or something to know that you got the right forms to the right person, that you're on the list. There's like no acknowledgement that you've done anything, which would be a little unsettling. No auto-reply even? Just nothing. Uh, our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC
0: Armstrong and Getty The
3: Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: It's tragically fitting that we're talking at the beginning of Holy Week because this is going to be the hardest and the saddest week of most Americans' lives, quite frankly. This is going to be our Pearl Harbor moment, our 9-11 moment only. It's not going to be localized. It's going to be happening all over the country. And I want America to understand that. The hardest. He, he, he needs s- to talk less. The hardest and saddest weeks week of Americans lives
1: that's ridiculous
2: that's a heck of a thing to say I mean in some sort
1: of weird collective way anybody's ever lost a a a parent or god forbid a spouse or god forbid a child is like uh no this isn't the saddest week ever or even anywhere close to it you crackpot I think it's time to tell the truth this guy this Surgeon General Gerald Jerome Adams He was the guy who spent months saying that a mask wouldn't do you any good. And now they're all telling us wear masks because it's a respiratory ailment. So clearly it does do good. He said by the end of of February, he was now listen, I'll let him off the hook for this, but he claimed the risk of the coronavirus was lower than the flu. He put out that tweet. By the end of the month he had declared that masks are not effective in preventing the spread of the coronavirus. He kept up that claim for a month before his sudden about face. Now he calls this our Pearl Harbor or 9/11 moment, uh saddest hardest saddest week of Americans lives. And the rest of it, I mean this he's just he's got no credibility, I I don't think.
2: And it's a weird way to put it, Like Trump last week saying, and just warning everybody, we're going to go through a couple of really hard weeks here. Really hard. That's fine. Yeah. But you don't, nobody gets to tell you it's the saddest week of your life.
1: (laughs) Or even Dr. Perks, the scarf lady with her, listen, this is the week not to go to the grocery store, not to go to the pharmacy. Although uh, that, it depends where you are. That's what I, and I realize we have, we need to have national spokespeople for some things, but when was the last time? One of the national spokespeople said, your governor has a much better grasp of what needs to happen in your state than we do because we're talking to all 50 states. Uh, You know, I I wish there were some format. And if I think of this, why haven't better connected people thought of it? Have the president speak or answer questions for an hour or half an hour. And then immediately after it, in every state, you cut to your governor giving you the local situation that's not that ingenious an idea but I'd love to see it Comed- at the corona hour every day
2: comedian actor Kevin Hart turns out he's got gray hair fair amount of gray hair salt and pepper hair we uh we all knew that we uh the dye jobs are going to wear out on a lot of these people oh boy there were pictures being posted of Kevin Hart with a gray beard uh, he was mocked by 50 cent over the weekend to which Kevin Hart replied blank you <laughs> um, comedian sarah silverman who i didn't realize was 49 years old her hair has gone gray also she'd been dyeing her hair she doesn't look 49 good for her anyway so that's the latest in gray-headed middle-aged celebrity news um, you,
1: you gotta go home dye job yeah, my wife's not as good, but just you know, keep the lights kind of low there on your uh, your Skype connection or your Zoom or whatever.
2: <laughs> no, Laura dyes her own hair and it looks fantastic, and it saves you like three hundred bucks every time. So I don't know. I don't know. I can't believe these people can't do it. But anyway, um, Los Angeles prosecutors charge non-essential shops for staying open. This has happened in the United States of America. They hit four shops with criminal charges for refusing to close over the weekend. The move marks the first time L.A. has filed charges against stores for violating the safer-at-home order. Uh, the stores, which were two smoke shops, a shoe store, and a discount electronics shop, were deemed non-essential by the order, and uh, Mayor Eric Garcetti uh, gave him tickets. I can understand if I'm a shoe store or something, an electronics store, how come that nursery over there can sell little plants, but I can't sell cell phones or shoes? What if I have two customers in the store, they're far apart, and they're wearing masks? What's the theory on I can't sell shoes, but they can sell little plants? I don't get it.
1: The theory is people are too stupid to understand anything but blanket prohibitions. I guess. Final Thoughts
2: with Armstrong and Getty. I like that. I love love house music. I like raves. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty.
1: Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up. There he is. He presses the buttons in the control room, keeps us on the air. Michelangelo, final thought?
0: Yeah, uh, do not flash people on Zoom. It may seem funny to flash your father's Uh. business meeting, but it really isn't. At least that's uh, what a friend told me.
1: Uh, Let's see. Positive Sean, our
3: producer, a final thought? Yes, uh, leaving my apartment for something other than work later today, as I am once again venturing out, grabbing supplies for myself and a couple family members. I'm going to try to get enough for two weeks, so I don't got to go back out before then. You be you going to be masked? Yeah, yeah, I got to yes, yes. I will be. I will be masked. Mm. Good man. My wife is sewing masks. Actually, my daughter is too. They're sewing busily in there. That's what my mom uh, did. I'm, she she sewed a, She's been a seamstress
1: for quite some time. Jack, a final thought for
2: us? Yeah, my kids are kind of excited about the the idea that anything that's cloth over your mouth counts as a mask and is a good idea because they've got a variety of uh, like. Well, I think they've got some uh, they've got some Minecraft stuff also, but they got you know skulls and goblins and superhero masks and yes. nin- ninja masks and a variety of things that they're very happy about using.
1: Merely donning a ninja mask gives them greater speed and agility. Oh, I'm no guessing, no, 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 clearly, yeah. My final thought so my daughter's friend's quote was, My God, your house is bumping. Uh, Delaney's go to quote is, You empty nesters are whack. Oh. Well, listen, you think we were acting all responsible and respectable for all those years because we were? No, it's because you were there and you're watching.
2: <laughs> uh, Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four hour workday.
1: So many people to thank. So little time. Go to ArmstrongandGetty.com. A lot of good clicks for you there. You can email us, mailbag at ArmstrongandGetty.com. All of our podcasts are downloadable from ArmstrongandGetty.com. And we have some fantastic swag. Give each other presents during this saddest week of our lives.
2: Yeah, sure, hope this isn't the saddest week of all of our lives, but we will see tomorrow. God bless America.
0: You having a good time? Okay, I I did not say that. I've sat
1: here for over three hours and 15 minutes.
0: (laughs) That's sad. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not
2: uh, good. And just... Change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you
0: want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? Together we are tackling this disease. Correct!
2: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey,
3: have you ever used Cheapo Air?
1: For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning.